Welcome everyone, it is Dylan from Class 1A bringing you another My Hero Academia chapter breakdown. This week we have chapter 347, Inflation. And what an absolutely god-awful name to name a chapter. Whatever you do, don't try to search up this chapter name just, just on its own with My Hero Academia. Horrible idea, shame on you Horikoshi. We kick off the chapter back at UA where Bakugo and Gina's crew are taking on Shigaraki. Shigaraki, despite having his quirk erased, is managing to shoot out a wave of hands from his body. Shigaraki explains the reason he can do this, despite not being able to use his quirk, is because this is quirk singularity. His body has adapted so much to the quirk that extra hands are growing out just like hair would. Okay, so we're finally getting the end game for Quirk Singularity. And if anyone's been following me for quite a long time now, you know I love to talk about Quirk Singularity. And this is actually Quirk Singularity in practice, where essentially your body becomes so entwined with all the different quirks that instead of things happening to your body because of the quirk gene, you're now having things react to the quirk gene. So in this instance, uh, the reaction to the quirk gene is being able to grow his hands out. Uh, so it's not actually the quirk gene activating it, but instead like a response to it. So therefore it's acting like hair would or toenails would have just growing out. And Shigaraki is up against this with like the doctor telling him about this and AOVO telling him about it and like being able to actually train for it and react to it. Uh, like imagine if this was a normal person who just randomly started growing hands out of their body. It would be absolutely out of control. They wouldn't be able to control it at all. And they would just self-destruct. Society would just collapse if everyone had this kind of response to their quirk. So not everyone is going to be getting hands growing out of their body, but everyone's going to have something like this happen to them because of their quirk eventually. And this is just not not like a secret villain plot. This isn't like AFO's ultimate endgame that happened to humanity. No, this is just something that's gonna happen because of evolution in quirks regardless. Like this is coming to everybody. And this is really showing us like the actual danger that's gonna happen because of this. And that's why I do think at some point before we get to the very end of My Hero, they're gonna have to answer the question, how do you deal with this? Or maybe this is just Horikoshi trying to tell us something. Instead of quirk singularity being this big thing, Maybe he just wants to draw a bunch of hands. Like, Horikoshi is really, really good at drawing hands, and he likes to just flex on everyone. All my artist friends out there know how hard hands are to draw, and Horikoshi doesn't care. He just draws them as much as possible. And I just want to talk about Miriko's like swappable body parts. Like, it's incredibly cool. She had such a good showing at the first war arc. I was really, really worried that we were just never going to see her again. But nope, just hot swappable body parts. Throw in there, she's got robot arm, robot leg now. It rules so much. The group then makes contact with Deku, who is on Okoto Island. Monoma can't warp him back without dropping the erase quirk, letting Shigaraki decay everything with his mass amount of hands. So the heroes would just have to take down Shigaraki on their own. And I love the little details they throw in here, like Monoma with his hair up because of the quirk. But do you really think that they can defeat Shigaraki here? I mean, the phrasing makes it seem like they're gonna need Deku to actually come back before they really defeat him. Like, I know that they could probably hold their own against him and hold off his quirk for long enough, but they're gonna need that main hero energy just a little bit to finish this fight. Back on Okoto Island, we join Deku, Uraraka, Froppy, and Gang Orca, who are mid-battle with the villains and Nomu, which all seem to have gotten more quirks and stronger since they last fought. Okay, and so I did the research like once we actually have the name, and this is just a brand new location. I don't know why it's at an aquarium. Like, it's a very weird place to have it in just a random kind of location to choose from. Maybe it has something to deal with Gang Orca and his crew being there. So maybe they needed like a body of water of some sort, and this was like the closest to really get that. Uh, so I'm guessing that's why we're at this location. 
And of course we get Moonfish, who we haven't seen since all the way back at the forest training arc. I think the really cool thing about having a prison break so close to the end of the series is that we're able to then kind of wrap things up and bring everything all together again by being able to see a bunch of villains we, we've seen throughout the entire series, bring them back in for kind of like a last hurrah. Then we see the reason why Deku is here, when Toga comes charging at him with a knife, declaring her love for him. Okay, so the rationale here is that Toga is attacking him and she actually loves him and it's hurting her when she attacks him. So therefore, the danger sense isn't going off because she actually cares about Deku. A bit of a stretch here, uh, there's some like weird sus implications around abuse, but we won't think too deeply about that one. So we end the chapter with Toga confessing to Deku that she wants him to be her boyfriend. Okay, I think by now we can call it, we can call it the GOAT's number one best of all time Yandere character has to be Toga, right? Like there is no other character that like comes close in that genre. And what I mean by that is like a lot of them are single use or they're like the center of a series. So you'll have like a horror manga series or something revolving around a Yandere or maybe like a slice of life that does. Um, or in any other circumstance, they're more of like a joke character that comes in and then like leaves really quickly. But Toga is like a central piece here and has like real staying power and is a real character. No, but like seriously, incredibly, incredibly scary stuff. Okay, so now we're officially two of the four fights in. I think the UA fight is gonna be really interesting because like the whole thing that this is revolving around is Monoma trying to hold off Shigaraki's quirk as Shigaraki is attacking all the different heroes and then trying to break Monoma. If Monoma drops for just a second, all of those hands are gonna instantly decay all the heroes and UA at once. Okay, so I wanna do a bit of speculation here, okay? So just open your minds for a second and let's think about how this fight could end. Now, this is gonna be a stretch because it is going to be a tearjerker, but I think it's gonna be really cool, so just stay with me. Imagine this, the fight is raging on. It's intense, the heroes can barely hold on. Monoma actually might drop. The only escape here is the escape pods. But if they want to get into the escape pods, they're gonna have to drop the erase quirk. So what do they do to stay in? They have Aizawa do it. Aizawa steps forward and says, I will hold on with the last bit of quirk that I have left. In that moment, everyone has tears in their eyes. They, they don't wanna do it. They don't wanna say goodbye to Aizawa, but Aizawa forces them, pushes them in the escape pod, hits the button, and Aizawa stands up against Shigaraki, barely able to use his own quirk now with his eye patch and just he's broken up entirely, but he holds on just for a little bit, just long enough for everyone to get out, and then the decay happens. Aizawa starts to decay away, Yue starts to decay away, and we get one final last word from Shigaraki. You really are a cool Eraserhead, as everything decays into dust. But I think that's just some fun speculation. I don't know if that's exactly how it's gonna go out or anything like that, but I think it would be a really, really cool, intense send-off. I think the one thing to think about here is that anything is on the table at this point. I mean, we are getting in the finale mode of like, we have like just this year left of the manga. Anything could happen. Anyone could die at this moment. Like things are really intense. Okay, so the other fight is on Okoto Island, where this is what's going on between Deku and Toga right now. I think there's some feels coming up. I told you guys this last time, but I think that there's gonna be some feels. People are gonna talk about, you know, what's going on with Toga? What's going on with Uraraka? What's going on with Deku? That's gonna come up, but there is going to be a fight afterwards, for sure, without a doubt in my mind. But when the fight actually happens, we are gonna get another Sad Bands Parade. And since it's coming from Toga, we're just gonna call it Down Bad Girls March. Yeah, that's gonna be her version of it. Okay, and outside of those two, we still have to deal with Endeavor and Hawks versus AFO, and we finally get the grand ultimate finale keeping up with the Todorokis, which of course is Dobby versus Shota. One factor that we don't really have a good pulse on is what's going on with Spinner, who has 
probably a bomb. It's a little ambiguous what he has. He just has a remote with a button on it. So I can only assume it's probably a bomb, but he's just wandering the streets with a bunch of villains right now. So he could kind of show up anywhere at any point. I think Horikoshi is just holding him in his sleeve just for like whenever something needs to happen, he's just going to throw him out and introduce a whole bunch of chaos. Regardless, there is just so much going on right now. Like I'm going to need to like get a whiteboard and just like start tracking like all the fights and what's going on with them because there's just so much here. But regardless, I am so excited for next week when a new chapter comes out. In the meantime, if you want a more in-depth breakdown of what Quirk Singularity Doomsday Theory really is, uh, I have a whole video where I go talk about it. So check that out because we go super, super in-depth on what it means, what's the implications, and how it actually might affect the ending because the ending will have to deal with Quirk Singularity at some point. Otherwise, please subscribe and I will see you all next class.